Welcome back to another episode of the uh, CTE podcast. Uh, I'm here with my two horribly, uh, horribly concussed, uh, still from playing football friends, uh, Cubes and Bryson. Hello. Uh, hey. <laughs> Hello. And uh, here to discuss uh, another great fucking week of football. And man, there's a lot of shit to talk about. Oh, man. First, I want to start off by saying um, in, in NFL news, obviously the biggest thing in the last seven days was Robert Kraft getting jerked off by Korean women. Uh, getting rid of they, those pregame nerves. <laughs> getting rid of the pregame nerves before the AFC Championship game. It was right before the game. I, I, it was literally right before the game. <laughs> I, hey, what? you got to do what you got to do. I guess. <laughs> now, who, everyone obviously has seen the Hangover trilogy, right? I wish I, I want to see the video of Robert Kraft. <laughs> um, you know what? I bet if they have security cameras, they would probably make like hundreds of thousands oh, of dollars a lot of releasing money. that TFD. tape, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Pornhub. Yeah. I'd watch it. <laughs> uh, it, it. It was a two and a half star place. So, it, like, I don't. Like you're 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 a billionaire. Why are you going to a two and a half star rub and tuck place? Sounds better yeah. than anything I've ever been to. And is he not married? Or? I, uh, I I actually don't know. I actually, feel like, I feel like every NFL owner is. He's he's actually uh he's actually with a 39 year old model, actress, designer, and entrepreneur named Tom Ricky Brady. Lander. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you Anyways. know what? He's just—he—he he was born in the '40s. Just get that out there. He was born in the '40s. Really? Yeah. She was born on in 1980. That's amazing. That's ridiculous. Uh, he's 77 years old. It's aggressive. He's got to be frail, you know. I mean, they had to. You know why he went there? I bet. Is I bet that they—they they treated him like very gentle and like soft uh, hands. Yeah, they probably had really beautiful, soft Korean hands. And, I mean, their hands have got to be no bigger than, like, you know, a fucking dog's paw. And no bigger than was... your brain. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. And, um, yeah, I don't remember what I was going to say because I, I, you're right. I do have a fucking small brain. Um, wow, Hayden, I... your brain. Your brain really just cuts out at any moment of the day. <laughs> it, it just it, it hits a complete stop. And after that, you just, I feel like you just sit there and stare at walls. Uh, I don't stare at walls. I usually, I usually stare at myself in a mirror and wonder what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, other NFL news real quick, and then we're going to move into a little bit of AAF and then go back to the NFL. Throw in a little bit of dash of the CFL in there because that's, uh, that's our little fucking weekly thing. Uh, is Nick Foles not being franchise tagged. He's becoming a free agent. He's going out into the market. He's hot. He's wanted. It, it, it's going to be highly contested, I can imagine. For those of you who don't know, our, our fellow CTE podcast brother, Bryson, is a diehard Eagles fan. Fly, Eagles, fly, as he usually says. Uh, Bryson, what kind of insight can you provide me on this? Where do you think Foles is going to land? And I want to know what your prediction is for how many years and how much. Um, I, I could see him either landing in uh, Jacksonville. They, okay. you know, Blake Bortles hasn't, you know, played well, you know, his whole career pretty much. Uh, he would be an obvious upgrade to a team. And I believe they think that they're just a quarterback away from being back in the AFC championship game. Um, another team, honestly, in the NFC East, he could go to Washington or uh, the Giants, who both need a quarterback. And like he could be a, a, like a 
pretty good. He knows the division, so it's not like he's like moving from it. He's he's played the Giants, he's played the Cowboys, he's played the Redskins, and he's you know been with the Eagles for years. He knows those teams. Uh, I I don't see him getting a contract longer than than two two or three years. Mm. It'd probably be around two two years, forty mil. I would say for uh, Foles' quality of football. Um, the the reason the Eagles didn't franchise tag him because it was it was it was a stalemate for a while. You know they didn't want to do anything. Foles' company didn't want to do anything. Uh, the franchise tag this year, if they did, would be twenty three million. Obviously, they would. You know, with, if they franchise tag him, they'd be trading him. But if they couldn't find a trade, any trade for that twenty three mil, like that twenty three million dollar uh, hit, then they'd have to take it. And they they already are in salary cap struggles. And I think it's just more respectful to Foles to let him go, let him get mm-hmm. an open market, let him find a place that he wants to be. He yeah, wanted, yeah. He, he won a championship for the Eagles, so they're they, they want to be as res- respectful as they can. Right. Um, Cubes, what are your thoughts? Well, just going back to Bryson's point, you mentioned that the Giants could sign him. No, I think I think I read somewhere or saw something that the Giants were bringing Eli back next year. Yeah, they are. I, yeah, they I, are. I like so now I, I can't see the Giants paying Nick Foles to be their backup if they're going to start Eli. Yeah, the, 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 honestly, Eli though he's 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 getting older. You know, this like he's probably going to get more injury prone as like the as he ages right and he hasn't been you know a good quarterback in years he's been mediocre at best and i'd like Foles would be an upgrade but i see what you mean by they have eli they're probably they're probably gonna draft a guy in the first round they have a i think the, i believe the sixth overall pick i'm i'm reading here this quote from pat Shermer, the coach of the giants uh, like talking about uh, Manning, and he says he proved when the players are around him started playing better that he could play at a very high level and help us win games. So I think I think like that that's just del- shows that that's a, that's a delusional team though. Like we can all be real here by saying Eli Manning's not a good quarterback anymore. Yeah, well, Any, no, anymore, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, course, I'm not trying to argue that. I'm just saying that they said like Shermer here sounds pretty committed to him being their number one going yeah. forward. Well, here's what I'm thinking, and I, I know it's a bit of a long shot, but I, I'm thinking that it, it's a possibility, and I'm just spitballing. Uh, but here I'm we thinking, go. I'm, stick with me here. <laughs> While I agree with you on, you said Jacksonville, right? That's yeah. what you said, Bryson? Yeah. So I'm thinking either Miami is a possibility, but I'm also thinking maybe the Bengals. Because, uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, out of, out of those two teams, uh, I definitely agree. Uh, Miami would be the team. Uh, they could use Foles to be a starter for this year and possibly next year while they either because there's reports that they were looking not into the 2019 uh, quarterback class but into the 2020 quarterback class. So if you have yep. Foles for Foles for this year, Foles for next year to kind of help groom, uh, you know, a future replacement for, uh, from the 2020 class. Which would be either like like the top three quarterbacks in that class are like Tua from Alabama, <laughs> and then the uh, From and Eason from uh, Washington and Georgia. Uh, I think that would probably be the best bet. And he like, he's never had he's never been one of those guys that you know he sees someone kind of you know nipping at his heels and he just is a he he's a team player first. Yeah, he is. He really is, and I think that that is is going to you know not not just his. Um, not just his, his play quality and what he's been able to do on the field, but the kind of character that he brings forward. And 
the things that he's going to bring into the locker room in terms of his leadership and selflessness, that's going to carry a lot of weight in, in, in the offseason here when teams are starting to look into trading him. Now, the reason that I said Bengals, uh, as well as the Dolphins, is with their new coach, they're going to want to make a playoff run. Andy Dalton's got a couple years left on his contract. The fans are kind of starting to turn against him a little bit. The coach, I think, is, is going to try to make a statement. It wouldn't be a bad idea to get a guy who's been there and done that in there. And, uh, and, and you know, maybe, like you said, kind of similar with the Miami Dolphins situation where they could bring a guy in in a couple of years and groom him under foals. And, uh, and then they'd have a good quarterback going forward after that. Yeah, like, I, I I don't know. I believe Andy Dalton's. Uh, they will. They would get a, a pretty decent sized cap hit from releasing him. So I I, I think they're probably going to stay put with uh, Dalton. I, I I know they like their backup quarterback Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> yeah, I Florida know. Gator uh, prospect. Yeah, Florida Gator Hall of Famer. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think they're going to probably stick. I, I don't I don't even believe he's also it. ugly as shit. By the way, I don't know if you've ever seen Jeff Driscoll. I'm looking at him right now. He looks like a fucking minion. If anyone's I, ever seen, I don't Hayden, think any of us are allowed to comment on other people's Hayden looks. Hayden genuinely looks like the uh, the the. You guys remember the Tech Dex from when you were a kid? That, the <laughs> yes. mascot. The mascot is literally what Hayden looks like. What the fuck does that even look like? I'm going to look it up right now. Tech Dex mascot. What <laughs> it's, the it's a thumb. I'm telling you right now, it's a thumb with a, on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fuck! I'm looking at it right now, and you're just a you're just a cuck, man. That's I'm dead off. That's <laughs> gone off. First of all, I'm not bald. You fucking and I don't have weird eyebrows. But anyways, I appreciate you coming out. Uh, yeah. Um, no, you're right. Yeah, I know. I've I've heard that. Uh, I've heard that they're looking forward to keeping him around. And uh, he he was a pretty decent prospect uh, coming out there. Like you said, Florida Hall of Famer. He was really really good. <laughs> Um, his last season there, he had a 53.8% completion rating. So doesn't really get much better than that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. But, uh, yeah, no, that'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing where that's going to go. Uh, moving back to uh, to the other uh, league, um, one of our other uh, favorite topics is uh, talking about our overall thoughts of the, uh, of the past AAF weekend. Uh, Cubes, do you want to start us off here, brother? Um... Sure. Should we get into right right into talking about the games? Yeah. Talk about, yeah. Want to talk about rising? All right. Want to go, let's do our rising stars first. Right. Sure. Go ahead. Who do you guys got? Well, I'm gonna go with uh, another Titans legend. We're gonna go with Zach Mettenberger, quarterback from Memphis. Fuck uh, you. I was gonna do Zach Mettenberger. Oh my God. Go on. I mean. Only playing one half, you know, nine for twelve, hundred and twenty yards, two touchdowns. I, yeah. That's that's not bad coming in to replace our boy Christian Hackenberg, but um, rest in peace, only <laughs> CTE Hall of Famer. Yeah, literally. <laughs> now I, I saw that um, Singletary has said that um, Mettenberger is going to start next week. So oh. I mean. Tough luck for us, but... hurts to I, hear it. It hurts to fucking hear it, buddy. I'm telling you. First time we talked about Hackenberger on the podcast, I mentioned he will be benched within a month and two, we- two weeks. Actually, a week and a half <laughs> of football. I, of course, tried to make the case that he wasn't going to get benched due to his uh, agility, uh, athleticism, and whatever other point I said. Clearly, Attractiveness. I was wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's disappointing. But you know what? I agree with you on Rising Star for Mettenberger. 
What a half he put up. Singletary sung his praises, which is always good because I feel like you don't want to get on that fucking guy's bad side. And, um, you know, and you know what? As sad as I am to see Hackenberg go, uh, he's still near and dear to my heart. I actually have a tattoo planned for him next week, <laughs> uh, which is the uh, which is the outline of his nose, which personally I think is the cutest body part he has. Uh, and I'm going to get it on my uh, on my chest. Uh, but uh, going uh, going forward, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Mettenberger is going to do. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, he, he's got a real good chance at resurrecting his career here. And you never know um, where the uh, end of the season will land. I just, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. They're still 0-3. They're still 0-3. They're coming in with a little momentum now. They're shifting, shifting gears a little bit. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Bryson, who do you have for your rising star, brother? Uh, rising star of the week is uh, Jaquan Gardner. Uh, yeah, who, not Duquan. Not Duquan. I, I, I read it, uh, numerous articles today that had Duquan instead of Jaquan. Uh, you know, credible sources. Uh, <laughs> so he had uh, 13 carries, 79 yards, and a touchdown this week. Uh, he, he's the only AAF rush, uh, running back that's over 200 yards. He's at, uh, I believe, 281 on the season, which wow. is almost 100 um, above second place. And he's just, I, I, he'll, he'll be on an NFL roster uh, next year, no doubt about it. I agree with you. I agree with you. And, he had an, and in the past weekend, he had an 83-yard uh, touchdown run. Uh, I mean, the guy's a fucking monster. And I, I told you guys, I think first week, he's a smash mouth football player, man. His yards after contact, he breaks fucking tackles. He goes to the line. He doesn't give a shit about anybody on that field but himself and getting in the end zone, and I fucking love it, man. He's so talented. Uh, Hayden, who do you got for uh, Rising Star of the Week? Like I said, my Rising Star is Mettenberger. Uh, it's good that uh, Cubes and I see eye to eye on that. Uh, I'm really, really excited to see what he's going to do in the coming weeks. Um, and uh, And you know what? I, I think that they have a really good chance of turning that team around now. And uh, I'm just going to ch- quickly check and see who they're playing. Uh, San Diego. Playing next week. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I'd like to see that game. I think that's going to be a good one. So we'll see about that. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but uh, they only have 35 points for right now, by the way, <laughs> which is just fucking <laughs> god awful. It's just atrocious. Um but uh, I, I think that uh, I think that Mettenberger is going to take it and uh, and turn that fucking team around. Now, while we're on the uh, the point of rising stars, just want to mention my buddy uh, Trent Richardson. <laughs> He's having himself quite a season so far. I mean, not not to brag, but uh, I said he'd be the rising star uh, my first week, so uh, he's he's living up to that. He's uh, still not verified on Instagram. He's irrelevant. And neither are we. Do you know what his uh? Do, do you guys he so he leads the league in, in touchdowns and carries. So he's got fifty nine carries and uh, six touchdowns. Uh, do, do you know what his yards per carry is? <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna take a guess though and say seven point six. Wrong, Alex. Uh, no, it, it, it it's two point five. Wait, hey, what? He's getting the results. Two point five yards per carry. I I think he's just he's he's a uh, goal line back. I think he he's not that good. I, he's getting overhyped. He's got a lot of touchdowns, but he's getting 2.5 yards per carry, which still I doubt will get him in. The, I get I doubt he'll be back in the NFL next year. Ooh, that's Sorry, uh, 
That's a big Ray claim. Ray on your parade. <laughs> oh, well, That's a know. big fucking claim. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Trent Richardson is going to play two years in this league. I don't think he's going to finish out his contract, but I do think he's going to go back to the NFL. I don't know if he's going to fucking tear it up. I think he's going to perform at a similar level as he is now um, or maybe down a couple notches, but I do think we're going to see him uh, in the NFL again at a pretty decent level. Do I think it's going to be next year, though? Uh, No. Um, I I think that uh, teams want to be super sure. I mean, we're talking about a guy who is a humongous draft bust, and I think that they're going to want to see two years of performance from him and really take a look at what they're what they're going to be getting when they bring him on before we see him sign with an NFL team. It's, it's going to get like it, it will get media attention. Like he's gonna, he gets media attention wherever he goes. So to bring on a running back that you know you might keep as your third or fourth running back, you don't want him getting all all this immediate like, useless media attention. You'd rather bring on a rookie who's got fresh legs, who you know isn't going to be talked about by every. You, you have know, fresh sport. legs. Awesome. Very <laughs> sportscast. I, I, honestly, though, uh, whose hairline is receding quicker, Hayden's or Trent Richardson's? <laughs> well, Wait, Hay- Hayden doesn't have hair. Yeah, right. He, he is a thumb. Oh, my God. Uh, first of all, I'm on Trent Richardson's Instagram right now, and he's wearing a fucking Birmingham iron hat in absolutely every photo he has. I'm not even kidding. So I can't even tell if his hairline just is... Oh, suit. my God, there it is. Yeah, it's look not at good. That, it's... Man, look at that forehead, man. It's wild. Why, why wouldn't he I just feel, get I rid of like, it, you know? I feel like we spend tried. more time We spend more time on this podcast talking about how oh, the players look better. instead of the actual football itself. Okay, well, okay, we're <laughs> talking about attractive players. Have you guys ever seen Brady Quinn? <laughs> Uh, no, not in a while. Oh, um, honestly, the most attractive quarterback or player in NFL history. Um, Joe Namath. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, I think we should. Yeah, uh, back on. Yeah, on back here. on track. Um, <laughs> a little bit, bit of news. Uh, sorry, yeah. You go, Cubit. How about uh, Johnny Manziel getting kicked out of the CFL? I was just gonna say. Uh, that's yeah, quite man, that's, the news. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So now it brings up the uh, it brings up the possibility of uh, of AAF, maybe trying to go back to the NFL. I'm not entirely sure what he's gonna do, but uh, Cubes, you actually sent us uh, a link from uh, from Manzel's Twitter. He said, "quote I want to thank Coach Sherman, my teammates, and the CFL fans. My time there reestablished my love for the game of football." And the work that goes into it, he finishes off with saying, I look forward to exploring new options within the United States, end quote. Now, when he says new options. XFL. Is he talking XFL? Is he talking AAF? Because I feel like the XFL would be the type of league that would offer him the kind of money that he's looking for. Uh, does I believe the XFL does have. Uh, I, I believe they have certain – I heard this like a year ago, I believe. It was certain rules on uh, which players can sign. And, you know, I, I think they have uh, a rule against players that have 
been to jail or been arrested or have issues like that, I believe I read a while ago that they cannot sign those type of players. In the XFL? Yes. The hmm. XFL has a rule like that. I, 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 I feel so. like I feel like they'd want those kind of guys. I, that's what I thought too. That's why I thought it was a weird rule. Wow, uh, that's that's very interesting. I did not expect that. I guess they are really trying to take it a lot more serious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, that's just my guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck. That's mm-hmm. that's interesting. Um, okay. Well, then maybe the AAF, or you could go back in the NFL. I mean, let's talk about it realistically. And I, I want to know what both your guys' thoughts are in this in depth here. Like going back to the NFL, a guy who's had so much trouble, so much animosity behind him, his character's been has been you know ran through the mud a couple times. He didn't perform as well as he thought he was going to, and he didn't get as much playing time as he thought he was going to in the CFL. What are the real chances of Manziel getting back into the NFL? At, at this point, I gotta say they're non-existent. Like you, you look at his stats from Montreal last year. He threw five touchdowns, seven interceptions. Um, like those aren't good numbers. I, I know he played on a pretty shitty team in Montreal, but you look at guys like Bowley by Mitchell, who worked all winter trying to get signed to the NFL, and he's the consensus best quarterback in the CFL. And if no teams are taking a shot on him, I don't think many are going to take a shot on Johnny. No, I. I... They don't want the headache of Johnny. They like, and it just shows his play just hasn't came back to what he was at Texas A&M. It's just, I, I think he's either gonna go play in the AAF or see what's up with this XFL, if he can. Yeah, and you know what, Cubes, you made a really good point on Bo Levi Mitchell. You're right. The guy worked his ass off all off season. We're talking about a guy here. I got his CFL win-loss record up. We're talking about Bo Levi Mitchell. 69 wins, 15 nice. losses. That literally, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 69 and 15. Anyways, and, you know, we're, uh, obviously uh, we're talking about a guy who's won two great cups too, uh, as well as uh, two MVPs. And this guy didn't even get a shot in the NFL. He ultimately ended up getting a, a four-year, $2.8 million deal in the CFL, which is nothing to bat an eye at. But if you're exactly right, and you hit the fucking nail on the head there, Cubes. If he wasn't able to get a contract in the NFL, Johnny Manziel's shot is non-existent. I'm sticking by that wholeheartedly, and I agree with you. Hmm. Bryson, um, so what, what do you think? Um, do you also agree that it's 0% of him getting in the NFL? No, yeah, of course. You know, zero percent chance. He, there's no way he'll make it back in the NFL. All right. Well, I mean, he's not getting back in the NFL, but you know who's coming back from retirement? Jason Witten, who is fucking seventy-nine years old. He's older than Robert Kraft, and he's not getting sucked off in a Korean barbecue foot massage parlor. He, he that was we know doing, of. Yeah, that we know of. Uh, he was doing a terrible job uh, as the color comment commentator. Hey, hey, hey! He was trying it out. He was did you, did you hear him at the Pro Bowl? Uh, I, I think, I think we can formulate better sentences than he can. Not <laughs> what I, 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 I we, we can barely formulate one a whole bunch. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm reading right. Uh, so uh, Rapshi Internet tweeted out uh, at one today saying that they're giving him five million to come out of retirement. Uh, that's phenomenal. Which is and 
ridiculous, yeah. especially considering how good of a cl- like tight end class this 2019 draft is. Like there, there's three players that could be drafted in the first round at tight end that have that ability, and it's just uh, well, uh, hey, well, let, first of all, Jason Witten did not play all of those years to earn the name All Reliable just to be fucking taken over by some new cat coming in the draft. We're talking about a guy here who left uh, his final uh, his final season with uh, over 550 yards and five touchdowns at 35 years old. Um, you know, the guy puts up numbers, and he's done that consistently his whole career, over 12,000 receiving yards. I think that, first of all, I definitely, definitely did not expect him to get a $5 million contract. Um considering that was nearly as much as he was making in his in his final years. I mean, he was making, uh, you know, 5.5, 5, 5.1 uh, from 2014 onwards. Uh, and that was a that was a much different Jason Witten. But uh, uh, I, I read uh, earlier today he is he's not looking to be their number one guy. He's only looking to play 25 snaps a game, which isn't okay. that he's, he is looking to go out there and help them. Uh, you know, bring up another tight end with him and get a championship, which I really doubt that Dallas will be in a Super Bowl, you know, in the next couple of years, especially with Dak Prescott, a quarterback. Yeah, um, I think it'll be really interesting to see. Uh, Cubes, what are your expectations for Witten uh, in this coming season? Where, what do you, how do you think he's going to fare? Well, my my concern is how, like, what kind of physical shape he's going to be in. I mean, at 36 years old or whatever it is after taking a year off like is he going to be able to like perform at an NFL level still like cause that's, that's pretty old to be taking a year off and then coming back to a, a such a physical game well I mean I can only hope that he has been keeping up with his workouts uh this past year there's no way that he can come and play a a, a good healthy big big key here is a, a healthy season uh, if he didn't work out uh, for this past year, I mean, I, I don't know how time consuming and uh, and shit like that a color commentator job is. But, you know, um, I think we'll uh, I think we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to go. Twenty five snaps a game, like you said. Yeah, tw- only twenty five snaps. He wants to help, you know, bring up a younger tight end. Uh, you know he's gonna he, he's gonna be like a coach. Oh, I also read another report that they they view him as a really good uh, head uh, coaching candidate. Head coach. Head coaching candidate. The uh, that's what the Cowboys organization sees him as. Also, so you know possibly he plays one more year and then they fired Jason Garrett and hired Jason Witten. Uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, I I would love to see that. I, I first of all. Uh, I, I heard he's actually a really great guy too. Actually, I'm pretty sure he won the uh, he well, he won the Walter Burton Man of the Year award, didn't he? Walter yeah, Man of the Year. Yep. Award. Yeah, he did. So you know, I heard he's a real good guy. Gives a lot to his community. I know he runs his own foundation. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him as a head coach. Um, let's move on to the NFL draft real quick. Uh, one big thing I wanted to talk about here was DK Metcalf. You hear that this fucking guy has 1.6% body fat? That's absolutely absurd. It's like a fucking baby. Yeah, uh, the, uh, he looks ridiculous. He looks humongous. The only thing, like, as a wide receiver, you need to be able to be flexible, running your running in and out of your routes, you know, making, act, like, 
catches, is he going to be, because of working out so much, uh, Hayden, as our, uh, as our local meathead, uh, like, you get tighter and tighter as you, you know, you can't get as much flexibility after you work out and get that big, right? Uh, that's exactly right. And, and my, another concern I have is, is when you're at that body fat percentage, while it sounds great uh, when you're talking about it, on paper, that's horribly unhealthy. And, and with the amount of uh, two-a-days, if not three-a-days in the NFL, the constant workouts, the being sleep-deprived, the fucking traveling for games, I, that, I, I've never heard of anybody being able to do such a schedule. Now, I know, of course, college athletes and college athlete schedules are fucking crazy as well. But, I mean, uh, we're talking about the big leagues here. 1.6% body fat is absolutely nuts. Um, I, I think that, of course, the NFL has some of the greatest dietitians and the greatest trainers and the greatest strength and conditioning coaches, and I can only imagine that that's going to be one of their main focuses is to get him uh, not only at, uh, at a healthy body fat percentage, but make sure he's got the flexibility to be able to perform at the NFL level. But I thought that was absolutely wild. Another thing, he could just be building up like this to the com- for the combine to look good for the combine. I, I I'm not sure if he's going to participate because I know he he did have that neck injury uh, at Ole Miss, so I think he's going to get his medicals checked out and then you know just just look good, try and look good for NFL teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, that 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 you know what that actually makes sense. I I didn't think about it like that. Um, I just hope that he hasn't put his body if he is doing that that he hasn't put his body in too much of a frail state that. Uh, you know, you can get an injury because it, it does happen. I mean, the, when these guys run that, run that 40 or they do those, uh, you know, drills, some of the drills don't even make any fucking sense. Um, you know, I, I think that... Uh, uh, another player that uh, looks like he kind of added on some weight to look better at the combine, Kyler Murray, who did come in today at 5'10", I think 5'10 and an eighth. And he was weighing, I believe it was 205 pounds, which, you know, was reasonably good. A lot more, a lot higher than what people expected. But he isn't running, he isn't part, he isn't throwing. So he's just there to, you know, have interviews, do the medical, and you know, look good. So I think him, he'll probably cut that weight, and he'll probably play around 190, 185, because he's, you know, obviously a lot more electric, a lot more faster at a lighter weight. I think he did that just to show NFL teams that, like, I'm not just some small guy that plays quarterback. You know, Russell Wilson is a very similar size to him. Who they, they're, they're even their games are very similar. And right. I, I, I think he's getting overlooked a lot for be, for his size, and I think he, he turned all the doubters down today with that. Yeah. Um, no. I, I, I. First of all, I think he's, I think he's going to end up going to uh, to Washington, um, and uh, and so and I think that they, I, I know that they've expressed a lot of interest, and I think that they're going to, uh, I, I think that they know what they're getting into with him. Which is why I feel like maybe he's been. I don't know if that's allowed. That's a question. That's a good question, actually. Are, is are they allowed to communicate with NFL teams right now, like even before the draft starts? Yeah. So at the combine, when uh, all the players at the combine get their sit down interview with, uh, I believe I believe it's every team gets a certain amount of time. So interesting. I, I believe that yeah, you. So every NFL team has a, ho- a little hotel room, and you go in there, you talk with them. And then you move on. And I believe it's a short period of time that you get to talk with them. Uh, actually, I heard this uh, earlier this week. During Johnny Menzel's uh, coming into the draft, a GM sat him down and, ha- and had a notebook and 
and in that, and he, and he gave him the notebook and said, explain these. And it was every single one of Johnny Menzel's tweets ever. <laughs> I mean, oh, and, my God. And, and if you followed Menzel when he was in Twitter, or when he was, in, when he was at Texas A&M, he, he tweeted some of the dumbest stuff. He used to tweet, I want out of College Station, you know, talking trash about, like, you know, Texas A&M itself. Like, I, I wonder how bad that that interview went. Uh, I can Honestly, only imagine. Knowing the Browns back then and how bad they were, it was probably the Browns that uh, did that, saw how bad it was, and then still drafted them. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I, I don't know why uh, what anyone saw in him. I always said that I didn't even think that he was going to do that well and that his attitude was going to, uh, you know, change the course of his career. And you know what? It fucking did. And hey man, he was, he was again, hell of a college quarterback, though. I know that. I know that. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. But, I, I mean, fucking so were a lot of people. And you, you can't have the off-field issues. You cannot have the off-the-field issues, especially at quarterback, where you're the rock of the team and you're the center of the offense and you're the, and you're the main guy that takes uh, your team to the championship. You just can't fucking do it. But, um, yeah, back to Kyler Murray, though. Uh, I think that's interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I I think that um, I think that it, you know I, he's been talking to some teams already, and so I feel like maybe he was advised not to. Well, another reason he's probably not going to work out is he was still in the middle of trying to decide whether to play baseball or football. Like I think he made his he, he made his commitment to football about a week, a week two weeks ago, so he's not in that. Like, you know these these guys after their bowl games or after you know their last game of college football, they start to get ready for the NFL combine. They're working out, they're doing their bench press, they're getting their 40 time down, the three cone, all that. They're not, they're in a different shape than what Kyler Murray would be in now because he was supposed to be getting ready for spring training, which is a lot different of training level compared to the combine. Right. But I, I, I know, I believe he is going to work out at his pro day, which is, you know, pro days are always, it's always, it'll be a good time because it's easy. He has got good players that, are coming with him from Oklahoma that'll make him look even better. Right, right. Now, Cubes, you're a baseball guy, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so first of all, um, can't you get drafted by them even if you're in another mm-hmm. league? Well, you mean you can get drafted in the NFL if he's in another league? No, sorry. Can't, like, even though he's decided not to pursue baseball, right? Can an MLB just draft him anyways? He, well, he's already he's already he, been drafted. He was drafted he, ninth overall. Yeah, he, so the Oakland Athletics took him ninth overall. Ninth overall. Yeah, he, he, so he'll be the first ever player to be drafted first in the first round in the MLB and NFL draft. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. what fucking year was this? I think this was last the year. last draft. Yeah. So June okay. of last year. Uh, do you know how many how many NFL players have been drafted into baseball? I know Russell Wilson, who Russell Wilson still goes to uh, spring training with the Yankees. He was drafted. Yeah. Uh, Brady was drafted. Mahomes was drafted. Manziel was drafted by the Padres. <laughs> Padres. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure there's been quite a few. Oh, there's a Ninth lot. Ninth overall. Ninth overall is now, Obviously, none of, them, none of them are that high, but. That's absurdly high. A lot high. of players get drafted. Yeah. Oh, man. That's nuts. Well, if he busts, if he busts, then, you know, uh, 
I mean, we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see a potential AAF player. Uh, no, a potential really good MLB player. Now, well, here's the thing I'm concerned about uh, with Kyler Murray is, guys, we've only <laughs> seen we've only seen one full year of what he's able to do. And is he going to be able to stay as mobile in the NFL as he did in college? He's so like have you ever, watching Oklahoma games? He was on another like he was so much faster than the rest of the defense. It was ridiculous. He he was like he's been a good player. He did good. He played good at uh, Texas A&M. Well, for the starts he did have, but they also had Kyle Allen, who was another five-star recruit at the time. You know, he never lost a game in high school. I believe he went forty-eight and zero or forty-two and zero through, or yeah, forty-eight and zero through his uh, years at uh, in high school. That's uh, disgusting. Yeah, he he's absolutely outstanding player. I, I I think he'll have no worry. He's a smart kid. Uh, his dad was a, I believe, a professional baseball player. Yeah, he was. So, yeah, so he, I I really like. Low doubts of him failing. Uh, Cubes, you agree with that? I I, I think he's gonna fare okay, and yeah, like I I don't think he'll be a superstar. I think I think he'll be reliable, but like he's not gonna be a, you know, he's not gonna be like your franchise. I don't think. Right, right. Um, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, I think it's going to be really interesting, though, uh, to see his pro day. I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, he's one of the uh, top five hottest players coming into the draft this year. It's going to be a great, great draft this year, man. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever check out Walter Football, by the way. Um, yeah. Obviously, he is uh, absolutely uh, massive um, when it comes to mock drafts. Um, he actually has uh, Kyler Murray going to Oakland, eh? Yeah, wouldn't that, that be, be something? That'd be something. I, I I've seen him going all the way from Arizona at number one to New England at thirty-two in, in mock drafts. It's mm. you know teams can't get a real good feeling on where where he goes. I I like from what I've heard a lot, it's top ten, top five even. Yeah, that's uh that's fair. I mean I I wouldn't mind seeing him uh I wouldn't mind seeing him go to the Broncos to be honest with you. Um, but I feel like he might be a little too mobile for uh, for Elway's taste, uh, unless he wants to kind of reserve that a little bit. But, um, you know, boys, back to the AAF real quick before we end it here. Let's do our uh, let's do our predictions for next week's game. I got the, um, I got the games up here. Uh, oh, that's hot. Uh, perfect. All right. Uh, so for uh, first game on Saturday, uh, San Diego at Memphis. What do you got, Hayden? Memphis. Memphis all the way. They're coming in hot. They're at home. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, there's going to be a, a big change. You know, Hackenberg, I know you're not listening to this, and you never will. And if you do, you probably think we're fucking god-awful people. Uh, but I love you, man, and I'm really sorry that this happened to you. I hope that you bounce back. Uh, you always have a place in my heart, but it's Mettenberger time, so we're now changing it from the Hackenberg hour to the Mettenberger minute. And um, shit's getting fucking real around here, boys. Memphis is going to get a fucking dub. Alex, what about you? <laughs> as much as I'd like to see Mettenberger and Memphis do well, I'm going to go with San Diego coming off that big week against San Antonio. Yeah. Um, I mean, Memphis is still 0-3. they got a lot to prove before I'm going to pick them in games. I, I, I got San Diego as well. I think they just have a better overall team than Memphis. 
the next game on Saturday is Orlando at Salt Lake City. That's going to be a good game. That'll be, yeah. Why do you think it's going to be a good game? Well, I mean, they're two of the best teams in the AAF. Yeah, I, I mean, the Stallions have only gotten one win, and you know, it, it, it wasn't even, it wasn't even that great, they, and they only won by a score. And I, I think Orlando's fucking electric, man. Obviously, the last game was a little closer than I thought it was gonna be, but I'm gonna take Orlando on this one. Same here. I got Orlando. What about you, Cubit? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Orlando as well. They're, they are a powerhouse, but I, I think Salt Lake is going to make it a pretty pretty good game. All right. Uh, next game, uh, Sunday, 4 p.m. game, San Antonio at Birmingham. Uh, for th- this one, I got I got Birmingham. I think they're just going to roll through this most of this year, getting a lot of wins. Uh, what about you, Hayden? Um, I'm going to take Iron on this one. I think that's going to be the unanimous decision. Um, It's too bad. I I really would like to see the Commanders with a little bit more success. Um, But but Birmingham is just hot, man, and they're not fucking slowing down. I think that Trent Richardson is going to have a monster game this week, too. Um, I know they're going – I believe they're actually at home. And uh, They are away. It's San Antonio at Birmingham. Yeah, I know. That's what I meant. Birmingham's at home. And, no, San, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. My my no, my my two brain cells are just you know kicking each other in the dick right now. Yeah, that's so hot. I've, I'd watch that. Um, <laughs> you know, I I think that first of all, just real quick, um, I I really hope that they have better attendance this time. I heard that they only had nine thousand pl- uh, fans at their game last time, and with the amount of success that they're having, I I, I certainly hope that that number's uh, changed. Cubes, who do you have for the? Uh, for the Commanders and uh, an Iron game, uh, I, I gotta go with the Iron. Uh, they're they are the best team in the AAF right now. I mean, San Antonio is they're okay, but I think Birmingham will win this by a fair bit. All right, on to the last game of the week: uh, Atlanta at Arizona. Cubes. Well, I mean, Atlanta still hasn't done anything, so I'm going with uh, Arizona. Man, yeah, Atlanta is so poop. They're like, if we play, if we played on there, we might be a starter. <laughs> I, I literally think I would be. First of all, they're uh, the highest rusher has 72 yards. Okay, uh, what the fuck is going on there? It's literally uh, uh, the team is just absolutely atrocious. Here's the thing, though: is Matt Sims isn't isn't horrible. He's not good. He has a, he has too many interceptions, too few touchdowns. I think that his wide receivers are just uh, not at the same level as he is, and that's what one of the main problems is there. And of course, they can't get anything going on the ground. I literally can't see them win a game for like the next five weeks. Like they're just, it's just really, really bad. I say honestly, if they keep on this bad streak, they should put Denard Robinson in that quarterback and then just run that old Michigan, you know, read option offense. Sorry, I farted. I don't know if you fucking heard that, but uh, it was a volcano. Um, yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. Um, it's gonna be an exciting week. Uh, also, of course, we got the we got the combine weekend, so there's gonna be a lot to talk about next week. Also, want to say for our uh, for our really uh, beautiful fans who stick with us every week. Um, one j- just wanted to uh, give you an apology about uh, about releasing it late this week. Um, you know, even though we only have two brain cells, we do have busy lives. 
and uh, terribly sorry about that. Um, and we will be back on track next week, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, same here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know what? Sometimes I say things, and I don't, I, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, no, it's all right, man. All of, us, all of us are Mike. All of us at one are Michael Scott in the office, where he just says things and doesn't know what he's saying, and then <laughs> just continues to talk. Um, I, I just want to say one thing though before we do quickly get off here. Um, stick with me as it requires my computer. Uh, let's just, just hold on here. Hayden's gonna pull up his uh, hey. 2016 what? highlight tape. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, with a tackle that made maybe two to three pressures in a whole highlight tape and really just ran around like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what's so funny, man, is the other day at work, I I had some downtime and I was I actually watched that thing. He was jerking off to his highlight tape. <laughs> hey, in my office? Yeah, you bet. Um, oh, but he's sick. He's got an office. <laughs> I, thanks, man. Uh, you really can't sick read. Too. He has an office. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just an office. And he it's can't his read. bedroom. <laughs> He can't read yeah. whose name is in the office, so he just assumes it's him. <laughs> uh, I actually did lose all my uh, all of my reading brain cells, so uh, you're actually not wrong about that. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I was literally watching that the other day, man. And first of all, I put like a photo, like a, a, a tremendous amount of photos before that thing even started, like probably nine photos. I don't know why I needed to put nine photos of me playing when literally the exact same plays were in the fucking film. But I just want to say before we get off here, boys, just listen real quick. My name is Jeff. <laughs> that video kills me every oh, time. I hate hate it. Is, that, is Honestly, that what we waited for? Yeah, I hate <laughs> hate it so much. Honestly, though, uh, I've actually made my girlfriend watch Hayden's highlight tape at least ten times. Well, how many times did you and I watch it? When you'd come over last year, we yeah we'd make love and then watch it as <laughs> that would go on. <laughs> oh man, that's so fucking funny. All right, boys, this has been a blast as always. Uh, uh, I love you dearly, and I really can't wait for next week. Let's never do this again. <laughs> <laughs>